Welcome back, bitches. <laughs> um, yeah, so it only took me like two days to make another episode because I was so excited. Everyone has been saying how much they enjoyed it, how much they're looking forward to the next one. So I was like, meh, I have shit to procrastinate. Might as well make an episode. So let's just get right into it. So like last episode... On the last episode, I talked a lot about being your authentic self and being unapologetically yourself and just, it's growth time. It's time to grow. Uh, So I thought maybe I would talk about how I kind of changed my mindset and started to put myself first. So the first thing I want to touch on is this lady. I listen to a lot of podcasts. I really love podcasts. So I listen to this lady, Mel Robbins. I don't know if anyone's ever like actually listened to her, but she's a genius. She taught me the five rules of confidence. So I actually pulled them up. I'm going to read them because they were super helpful. And I think it really helped me get a little bit of perspective and not be constantly worrying about everything else. I'm generally a pretty anxious person, so rule number one, everything will be fine. As a person with true self-confidence, you're not concerned with the outcome of social interaction. It is not as important because you know you will be fine either way. Rule number two, don't lie. The truth is what it is. We can't change it. If you talk about yourself confidently and honestly, you're not afraid of rejection. You lay it all out for everyone to see. This is you. This is what you do. And it's okay. Because you're worth being treated with respect and you're worth being appreciated. Rule number three. What you say and do has value. You have value. You have the same right to talk as anyone else. And you know that. If we're honest, we know that we're all the same. The president of the United States is a person too. He might be insecure about some things we don't know. He might have anxiety from time to time. He's human. We're all equals. So if you catch yourself thinking of someone as more valuable, as more important, as more deserving, that's your insecurities talking. You're just as deserving as anyone else. Understand that. Rule number four. We are all insignificant. And I think this one's my favorite because I'm a very strong believer in like, it's all a simulation, but that's a story for another time. Anyways, so rule number four, we are all insignificant. In the big picture, we all are. The universe will implode someday. Everything will cease to exist. Everything will be forgotten, but we are here now. We should try things. We should take risks. It really doesn't matter in the long run. So why not have fun? Why not be bold? And last but not least, don't be afraid. Nothing can happen. You know that if you approach someone, if you ask a question at school, nothing really bad can happen. No one will kill you. No one will hit you. This fear is irrational. The consequences are not real. 
even on the slight chances that there might be this stupid social thing we call awkwardness. Who cares? Remember rules number one and three. Everything will be fine. We need to take risks sometimes, and you have value. Don't waste your life wondering what other people think, because they are wondering the same. Whoa, okay, this lady, I can't, every time I read it, it like puts me in my place again, and I'm like, hmm, okay, yeah, I really, I'm not as confident as I thought I was. She's just a genius, so take from that what you will, but when I read, like when I heard that on her podcast for the first time, I like listened to it constantly because I was trying to really ingrain the concept into my brain, and Like, it's actually helped. I don't know. If I tell myself something enough times, I feel like eventually it just becomes the truth. Like, I mean, I don't know. I don't know if I'm just crazy, but if I sit there and I'm like, I'm confident, I'm confident, I'm confident. Like, eventually, I'm just like, yeah, yeah, I am. Like, okay. And like, I actually agree with it. So I don't know. But that's just me. Um, The second thing I tried when I was focusing on changing my mindset to like looking inward and focusing on what's going to make me happy I saw this random lady on TikTok do it and I was like oh that makes sense kind of sorta I'm gonna try and see if it works and it did so now I'm sharing it I honestly wish I remember who it was because like that's genius um so I reflected on what my inner child needs which is interesting because when I look back at my childhood like, and think about what was missing or think about what I used to do to make me happy before the world told me not to or before I was influenced by other people, what was I doing before, I don't know, I changed? It's weird. It's like, I don't know how to explain it. But when I ask myself these questions, like what would always cheer me up when I was a kid? And haha, funny enough, it's ice cream. Like, I love ice cream. (laughs) And so whatever, what used to make me happy, I was like, I like used to exercise for fun. I would go on runs and it would be like the most peaceful thing. And I've grown completely out of that. I hate running now. Um, My ankles can't take running. But I was like, okay, well, I used to like that. So maybe I'll try exercising again and see how that goes. So I started stretching and doing yoga, which is weird for me because that's not something I've ever even thought about doing. And like, I never enjoyed yoga. So it's weird now that that's like one of my favorite things to do. Um, but yeah, like I mean, when I look back at what was missing when I was younger, or what I craved when I was younger, or just generally things that made me happy. I used to love painting my nails, and at some point, I I don't know, I just stopped painting my nails, and I was like, okay, well, maybe let's try doing that again. I was like, oh my god, this is really peaceful. Like, this, this brings me to a good place. So, I don't know, I just try to remember things that used to bring me this sense of happiness and joy and comfort and calm, and now I'm just trying to do them, and some of them are kind of silly but you don't have to be good at your hobbies so whatever like I like doing arts and crafts I paint I have a cricket I don't know if people know what that is but it's cool I could make stickers it's fun um 
like literally anything arts and crafts and I'll do it I don't even care if it says like made for toddlers like it just brings me so much joy and um I'm currently crocheting a blanket I can't crochet the blanket is crooked like the ends don't align it's not you don't have to be good at your hobbies so who cares not that serious like it's fuck it I don't know (laughs) all right so now that my mindset has changed I'm the shit I'm awesome let's get a fat ass and be mentally stable that's that's the main objective here so (laughs) self-care every day baby this is this is ridiculous because people think I'm just a child and I don't take anything seriously I swear I do but I take what matters seriously but if it doesn't matter I'm like fuck it I don't care and I'm gonna do self-care every day that is something I'm so serious about but I'll make endless jokes about if I want to take a nap I'm gonna take a nap that's that's that if I want to eat anything if I want to treat that day I'll fucking walk over there and I'll get my and dubs I don't care I love 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 uh journaling guys if you don't write in a journal you are missing out so much because like don't even judge yourself you really need to accept it because I feel like a lot of people are like well I don't know what to do I don't know what to write no 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 bitch no one's checking to see if you're doing it properly just do it just write something like I don't know I could I could go through my journal and like read it to you and you'd probably laugh like it's so random the shit I put in there but like it doesn't matter because I look back on it and I'm like oh ha 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 good one or wow I've really come a long way and it's just such a beautiful thing and the other benefit of it is when you're writing your subconscious brain starts you know getting into work and you come up with things that you weren't really like you didn't expect to come up with I don't know I like writing I think it's a beautiful process and I think people could benefit greatly from just journaling about how they feel and their day it's awesome oh also I meditate I probably meditate like a couple times a week I think meditating's awesome and I don't the humming people go "Mm," I don't do that okay I don't no 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 I have like a YouTube video it's my favorite one it's like 13 minutes long and it's a before bed video so it's perfect because you're not supposed to go on your phone before you go to bed no 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 whatever so I put this video on close it and I just listen it's so perfect it helps you practice gratitude every day and it puts you right to sleep it literally like it just makes me fall asleep every time like never fails man it's crazy I can't even believe like how amazing it is and it's only like 13 minutes long what like why wouldn't you anybody else like to fall asleep quickly because this is the shit man anyway the last self-care thing I like to do is like affirmations so affirmations need to be like out loud or write them down because if you're just thinking it, it's a thought. But when you say it or you write it, it becomes real. It's You're like separating it from yourself. 
So when you're looking at it on a paper, it becomes tangible and real. It just works, man. Like, I don't know how... Why does it... Why do our brains work like this? I don't fucking know. I just know what... I I benefit from it. So I do it, you know? I don't need to understand the brain. I just know that this may... I do this. I I get happy. That's all I care about. (laughs) So like, yeah, look in the mirror and be like, I'm a bad bitch. I'm a fat ass. I am probably the smartest person ever. I'd fuck Einstein. I don't know. Like, just talk yourself up, baby. Like, you are hot. Oh, yeah. And, like, eventually, people are going to start saying it back. And that's... Whew. When someone walked... This girl looked at me one time and, like, just was like, Yeah, you have a fat ass. And I was like, Yeah, baby. Tell me more. (laughs) Give me all of that confidence. Thank you. Anyways, yes, affirmations, affirmations, say it till you believe it, and then tell everybody. That's just how it goes, man. (laughs) Okay, next to my growth adventure, the next game changer, exercise. Guys, I started going to the gym. Uh, and I think it's so funny because I thought it was a joke at first. I was like, yeah, we'll see if I can lift these fucking fives, like be the death of me. I can't even do any, like I couldn't, I couldn't do a push up. I couldn't do one singular push up. Like it literally killed me. Whatever. <laughs> so I set myself some goals and I started getting to work on those goals. And let me tell you, I'm going to be looking fine on the beach this summer. And that's that. Exercise, though, doesn't have to be the gym. Like, let's get that straight. Exercise, you're doing it to feel better. It tricks your brain to putting out more happy drugs into your brain. I don't know. Something sciencey. But it makes you feel better. It makes you happier. It makes you more productive. I don't even... So yeah, do that. Exercise. Do some yoga. Go for a walk. Go to the gym. Do whatever you need to do. Just dance around your living room for to Cardi B. I don't care. Get moving. Get that heart rate going. And not for like anxious reasons. Get your heart going because you're actually doing something. Not just because you're overthinking. Okay? There's this app actually, that I love, and it's like a 30-minute workout app, you don't need weights, it literally takes no time, like, it goes by so fast, because, anyways, do it, there's so many things out there, just, like, do anything, worst case scenario, worst case scenario, just, like, try to stand up every once in a while, don't sit or stay in bed for too long, get up whatever so these goals let's talk about setting goals because people like suck at setting goals let me teach you so guys if you didn't know i actually graduated um a social service work program in college so some of the shit that comes out of my mouth like is actually helpful this is one of the things that they taught me to 
teach other people so like not that i'm qualified or anything but i'm not whipping this one out of my ass this one's like legit everything else that's just me going off and it's like this like this is a true thing someone taught me this at school you know okay so we are setting s-m-a-r-t smart goals ladies and gentlemen now you may be wondering what does that stand for specific measurable attainable relevant and time-based so let's go over what that means and i'm gonna stop reading off screen because i sound like a whack job specific goals i can't say like i want to start working out that's not a goal that's an idea like not the same thing if you're not going to be specific about your goal you're not going to be able to pinpoint whether you're being whether you're successful or not how are you going to know if you're getting there how are you going to know if you're on the right track if the goal isn't even specific enough to follow you know measurable you need to be able to measure it you need to see it you need to prove it how how can you prove that you've done this goal and once again this just helps you see your progress it helps you know that you've achieved it and it keeps you more accountable i guess like disciplined is maybe the word i'm thinking of attainable goals are important if you are setting out goals that you cannot achieve that aren't realistic you are setting yourself up for failure like that's literally like what if i was like i want to get a six pack in six days or like in 10 days what the fuck there's a chloe tang workout it's like oh six pack of abs in fucking two weeks are you kidding me no that's not that's not possible sister everyone's body's different everyone's eating differently doing the same workout oh my god i just it doesn't make any sense Don't set goals that you cannot achieve that aren't realistic, okay? Relevant. Relevant goals, baby. I could set a goal of like, oh, I don't know. Like, learn how to surf. Bitch, I live in Ontario. I live, like, that doesn't make any sense to, like, why would that be a goal of mine? It's irrelevant to my life. I don't even know something that's relevant and aligns with like your values and your long-term plan I guess for like life stuff (laughs) whatever now let's see last but not least time based what that means is you need to put an end date now whether these are like big goals or like your daily to-do list, set an end time. If you're like, I'm going to go work on my homework, don't just say that. Today I need to do this at some point. No, no, no. Set yourself a time frame because it makes, it just works. You crunch it all in and it convinces, like you just do it. It just works. I don't know why. But if you're like, I'm going to do homework from 12 to 4 today, go sit there at 12 and tell yourself, hustle till four and you're done. And for some reason, that makes it easier to get it done. So set end times for everything. That's a smart... So now that I've explained this to you, and I'm not sure if any of that made sense, 
I'm going to tell you like what one of my goals was um, when I had to like make one up for this assignment when I was in college. Anyway, so my smart goal was that I wanted to be able to do one pull up at the gym by the end of April, I think I said. And that's this year, guys. Like, this is a for real thing. Like, I'm this. I'm currently on this mission. If you want updates on my pull-up journey, I still can't do a fucking pull-up. <laughs> but I could do push-ups now, so that's kind of cool. Anyway, that's totally irrelevant. <laughs> uh, another goal was to write in my journal um, at least once a month because I s- kind of stopped writing in my journal when I started, like, reading more. Because I find I don't do them both at the same time. So I'll, like, focus on reading this whole book and then I'll go back to journaling. Or, like, I flip-flop between the two. So my goal was to at least write in my journal once a month. And if I did more, I did more. And that's cool. And then by the time I finished the book, I wanted to start writing in the journal at least, like, once a week. Anyway, so these are, like, reasonable goals. These are good goals to have. I can tell you, you know... It's easy to measure whether or not I can do one pull-up by the end of April. You're going to sit there and watch me either succeed or fail, and then that's the end. And then you set a new goal because, you know, whether you you fail or not, just try again. What do you have to lose, man? Just try again. Nobody really cares that much. Just try again. So now I think the length of podcast episodes are sometimes really long and that's what turns people off from listening to them so i'm going to keep these short also works for my short attention span (laughs) now in my last episode i asked these questions to myself and people were like where did those come from now let's be honest here because honesty is the best policy and mel robbins says don't lie so i googled funny questions to get to know someone and I answered some because my my goal was for you to get to know me a little bit better and goal achieved I would say so I am now googling uh 100 most ridiculous job interview questions ever so I'm going to read a couple of these and answer them for you you're welcome (laughs) When you go on a holiday, when do you pack your suitcase? Probably the night before or the morning of. Let's get one thing straight. I'm not organized. Mm-mm-mm. I'm a procrastinator. Like, it's probably one of my personality traits. That and I'm forgetful. So, yeah, if I'm going on a holiday, I'm definitely packing at the last possible minute and forgetting everything and probably making us like that's me what would you find in my fridge right now if you looked in my fridge you would find jello shots in like syringe things because my roommate feels the need to constantly have jello shots in the fridge just in case (laughs) so that's fun you would find mm, an excessive amount of caramel protein shakes from Costco because (laughs) we like to make lattes with them (laughs) ice lattes 
what else is like weird in my fridge? I don't think everything else I feel like is pretty normal. We got veggies and like fruits. We make different salads like pretty much every day. So we have like an excessive amount of lettuce, spinach, mixed greens, like pretty much anything like that. And we always have a stash of asparagus and salami because once again, my roommate, she's a fucking chef, man. She's a cook. Anyway, she's just awesome. Anyway, she like makes these goat cheese salami wrapped asparagus thingies in our fucking oven. Yeah, I would do anything for those right now. Mm. <laughs> okay, anyway, so I just got sidetracked, so let's get back to it. What has been your most bizarre life experience? Um, I went to an EDM concert. Now, no shade on the EDM community, like, at all. Because we all like different things. But I'm, like, a diehard country music person. And for some reason, I thought that going to this was a good idea. Because I didn't know what it was. So I was like, okay, cool. Yeah, not for me. I was really freaked out and uncomfortable. Yeah, that was not good. What do you think would be a, a fitting epitaph on your gravestone? Um, buried alive. I think that's funny. <laughs> I just think it's ironic. Because um, you're buried, get it? Like, I don't know. Obviously, obviously, you weren't alive when they buried you in the, like, in the cemetery. So, anyways. Um... How many balloons would fit in this room? Well, that depends on the size of the balloons. Honestly, this room's pretty big seeing as I live in a loft. So this whole thing is pretty much one room. Minus the bathroom. I don't know, probably like 5,000 balloons. That's what I'm going to go with. If you could be any superhero, which one would you be? Bitch, I am a hero. No, just kidding. If I could be a superhero, I think I'd be Black Widow. She is super hot. So, like, I want to be her, you know? <laughs> okay. These are, like, really strange. I'm trying to scroll through them. That's why I keep taking breaks. What is your favorite flavor of ice cream? I'm, like, praline caramel lover. So, that's cool. What did you want to be when you were 10 years old? I think I wanted to be a lawyer. Everyone always told me I had a strong opinion on everything and I liked arguing, so I should be a lawyer. And I was like, yeah, that checks out. Well, Kate, there's another question. Like, why is this repeated? What would I find in your fridge? Like, is that something people actually ask in interviews? Like, I've only ever done one interview and like I've I was the interviewer. And if you want a story time on that, it's absolutely hilarious. But <laughs> anyways, um... Why are they asking what's in the fridge? Like, I don't get it. Why is that relevant to a job? Like, that's so stupid. Anyway. If you could speak to one type of animal, what would it be? Puppies. I'm, I love my puppies. I just want to. So cute. Oh, my God. If I could talk to my dog, Daisy, she's like, guys, I have, like, an overweight wiener dog named Daisy, and she does tricks. So... If I could talk to any type of animal, it would be her. Last one, because I'm like really over this. What is the worst decision you have ever made? 
uh, I made, I've made a lot of, like, bad decisions. Like, that I kind of was just like, fuck it in the moment. And now I look back and I'm like, I'm not really sure why I thought that was a good idea. Um, the, I don't, this probably isn't the worst decision I've ever made, but this one's, like, sticking out to me right now. So I'm going to tell you because it's kind of an interesting story. A friend of mine and I were out, um, out and about and we matched with so-and-so on Tinder and so we're like, okay, we'll meet them. And then, so we meet them and they're like, yeah, they're, so we're two girls, they're two guys, okay? And they're like, yeah, let's go to this bar and we're like, okay, sure. And they're like, yeah, we'll drive. So me and her are like, okay, sure. So we get into the car with two strangers. We don't even know. Like, we're not even in our own town, okay? We're out of we're out of town. We don't even know. Like, what are you doing? Like, what on earth are you doing getting in a stranger's car? Like, I need to, like, smack my old self. Anyway, I'd probably still do something like that. <laughs> I don't learn. <laughs> so, yeah, it was all fine and dandy until they started... Like, we were driving, and we went into an underground parking lot, and it, like, it's, you know, 11, 12. It's getting late. Like, everyone should be getting to the club now, and we're, like, parking in a parking garage. We don't know where we are, and we're like, this doesn't look like people. There's no one here. This isn't the bar. So as soon as the car stops, we, like, both instantly, like, bang the door. Like, we, like force the doors to open right away as soon as it unlocked and like just fucking bolted and ditched these men we were so scared we're like oh my god what the fuck so yeah anyway that was probably a pretty bad decision but it worked out so no regrets (laughs) probably won't do that again anyway so That's the end, guys. I don't know. I'm running out of shit to say. I'm not really that interesting. So, Uh, I love you, baby. You're so fine. You got a fat ass. (laughs) Okay. Come back for my next episode. Love you.